rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Please become a patron and maybe one day we'll do a show every single day. We have a very nice group of people that meet every week. That's awesome. Grilling a pizza and listening to Tara Buster. That sounds perfect Saturday evening. To get through this time in our lives that we are sharing this moment on our planet together. We survived. That's right, Haiku. Another week in the United States of Serfs and Lords where the planet is on fire and greed is the only American value. What I was thinking this week as we're watching everything go to hell, really, I think this a lot, is how much longer are we going to take it? But before I get into everything, let's let's just go through um, just some of the plugs. Please become a patron so we can do the show every day. If we get enough patrons, we will. This that's what's going to happen. Okay, we don't have a lot of patrons right now. I will. I want to thank all the patrons that are that are contributing currently because without you, forget about it. That's all I have to say. I wonder, you know, sometimes I see these other shows and I'm like, um, how does that guy have, like, somebody had 78,000 patrons? Are you kidding me? How come we don't have 78,000? I mean, that would be the end. We would be fine. But I don't understand how they do it. If somebody can tell me the secret, please let me know. Yeah, eventually, one day at a time, right? One step at a time. We never give up. And that's how we're going to win. I believe we will win eventually, but it's going to take some time. Just like the show is building up, the more that you share the show, the more that you subscribe, give it a like, whatever the hell you do. I don't know what you do. Maybe that's why we don't have a lot of patrons. I don't, I'm like, I don't know, whatever. So what else? Oh yeah, I'm going to this Minds thing. The, the, it's finally happening next week. I'm going to try to record the show early, probably Thursday night, because I have to leave on Friday morning to drive up there. So it's going to be interesting. If you have nothing to do over Labor Day weekend and you're wondering, okay, what do I do with my life? Come and join me at this event. It's actually getting a lot of press now because there's been some controversy, apparently. I got I got a call from the guy who runs the thing this week saying that uh, there's been um, some blowback on Twitter and on social media in general with, and they're calling the theater as well to complain that there's uh, the, there's Nazis at this event. I, I mean, I'm not, I asked this guy, are there Nazis? He swears they're not Nazis. They're just right wingers. But nowadays it's really hard to tell the difference, right? So Antifa and some, this is what they're saying. Antifa are calling up the theater, complaining about it. I don't take well to Nazis. So we'll see. They, they're calling me a, the token liberal on this panel in particular. So I don't know. Am I a token? I don't care if that's the case. I'm there to kick ass on some right wingers and not sit there silently when they're spreading their bullshit. So 
Who knows? So if you go to my Twitter feed or go to irl.minds.com backslash New Jersey, you'll see the link to the event. And if you use the code TowerBuster, you will get 15% off tickets. The topic of the event is Minds New Jersey, M-I-N-D-S, in case you, I'm not pronouncing it properly enough. Uh, that's me. I mean, I, that's how I talk. I'm sorry. Um, Minds New Jersey, Philadelphia, ending racism, violence, and authoritarianism. That sounds like a plan, frankly, to me. But I don't know who's going to argue in the opposite. Yeah, I love authoritarian. I mean, there are some people that do. That's the thing. If that's what you like, fine. Good for you. Whatever. Not good for you, but whatever. Stay in the minority as you are supposed to. But why are you, I don't know, ending racism, violence, and authoritarianisms? Yeah. Who's going to argue against that? But there are some right-wingers on this panel, apparently. And it should be fun. I don't know. I hope something happens at this event. I'm not going to put up with this shit. So the the thing that I started getting a little nervous about it, not nervous, whatever, just thinking about it, because I'm like, okay, I'm asking my followers and whatnot to go to this event. Obviously, these right-wingers are asking their followers to go to this event. So I'm sure the audience isn't going to be completely filled with normal people. So there'll be some hostility, I'm sure. So whatever. I don't care. Bring it, honey. Bring it. What are you going to do? I'm on the right. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong about not being a racist asshole in a country that is built on immigration. So um, get with the program or, I don't know, go to Norway if that's your thing. You can't handle it? You don't like living in a nation of immigrants? Then get the F out. You know, they're always telling us to get the F out. Love it or leave it. Well, guess what? We're the ones who love it. We, we're the ones who built it. Progressives built America. Every time we've had a backpedaling, it's because we have succumbed to greed, anger, racism, and dip, not anger, whatever. I'm, I'm righteously angry, and I believe in that. It's one thing to be compassionate, we, but that's, you're compassionate. You show your compassion by standing up. So, can't send a donation on Super Chat. What? That's an outrage. No new Super Chats. What? I'm just looking at the feed. I don't know why. The Super Chat should be available. I didn't go in and check it. Maybe something's wrong, which sucks, but whatever. Try again. Maybe refresh your screen. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So Super Chat, for those who don't know, is people can, as you're watching the show, you can throw like a tip in the jar, so to speak. You've tried four times. I don't know, man. What can I say, man? I sound like Joe Biden now. What's up, man? Bring it, man. I don't know, man. So, all right, guys. Um, What else? Yeah, buy a shirt. You see I'm wearing this come and take a shirt with a pencil. You know, the An, old, an update... A modern update to an old conservative, whatever, meme, I guess. Come and take it. That's what, that's one thing, you know, these right-wingers, they love to use that come and take it line with the gun. You'll see a, they'll have a meme or whatever, a shirt, a t-shirt, a hat with a gun that says come and take it. That goes back to the, the Greeks at uh, Thermopylae where the, the Spartans 
fought off the Persians at uh, the, the narrow pass at Thermopylae and 300 Spartans. The only reason the right-wingers know anything about it is because they saw the movie 300. They don't know anything about history. They, they, and they liken themselves to Spartans. They know nothing about the Spartans, though, which I always find funny because when they're walking around with their come and take it shirts because that's what the the response when the king of the persians uh sent a a note to the spartans to surrender they uh as surrender your weapons they said well come and take them come in that's what the the spartans said in return but the spartan society the the Republicans, I always find it funny. I, I like to ask them, what, what is it about the Spartan society that you love and admire so much? Um, is it the compulsory homosexuality? Or is it the complete subservience to the, to the state? Right? It's supposedly everything that they hate. But we know Republicans are full of shit. On all levels, even they're, when they're trying to uh, inspire each other with stirring words, come and take it. Like they would really, I mean, come and take it. You come and take it, they'll be crying. Wah, wah, wah. I'm a, uh, they can't, they try to take, take it. I'm, uh, they can't even, uh, they, st- they get, they whine uh, because they're so persecuted when the IRS doesn't give them uh, tax-free status. Then the whole world is against them, all right? Son of a bitches. But that's, I mean, that's what Sp- the Spartan society, uh, I know a little bit about history because I love it. But that's, I listen to history, I listen to the great courses, I listen to a lot of, when I'm working and doing other things, riding my bicycle, doing things, I like to learn. I don't, sometimes I'll listen to music, not, not, not very often. When I was younger, I listened to a lot of music, but now I, do, I enjoy listening to I don't want to waste time. That's what it is. I don't, not saying if you like music and all that, uh, that's great. I enjoy music too, but it feels, I, I like to learn about things. There's only so many hours and minutes in my life that we're, we're never going to get back. So I always like to improve myself a little bit. And I, it's, I enjoy history. That's, it's really entertainment to me. So when I'm, learning about different societies. I think about human beings. I think about how I, how I would survive in a society like that, especially if I was a woman. I would hate to be a woman at any other time. But now, I mean, it sucks now. I'm glad we're living in a Western society. I would hate to live in a, one of these freaking Handmaid's Tales in Saudi Arabia, which is, you know, this is where, th- this is true. It's going on right now. Right now in Saudi Arabia, there are women who are living in the goddamn handmaid's, ma- handmaid's Tale. Why can't I talk? You know what I mean. So, but the Spartans were a completely government. They lived and breathed for the state. So that's the whole thing with the with the Republicans. I thought they hated government. You, they, hate, they hated big government. There was no bigger government than the Spartan government. Everything was for the the state. They would murder children that weren't born that that weren't born perfect. So that would be the end of it. And uh, because you had to, you lived for the state. And the you couldn't. I'm trying to remember the exact date, but you couldn't get married until you were a certain. Uh, I think it was thirty or something like that. If it's 
and you didn't spend your t- the night that you got wed as a male, as a Spartan man, you had to s- literally sneak out of the barracks and go have sex with your wife and then sneak back in to complete your your sleeping at in the barracks with the rest of the men. So, but it was encouraged to be gay, be, or I guess they didn't call it gay because you're, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It was what it was, but they, it was encouraged for the Spartans to, the, the Spartan army to form sexual relationships with each other because it improved their bonding. And so there you go. When, the, when they're admiring the Spartan army that gave their lives at Thermopylae, they're admiring an army of gay lovers that fought to the death, the, uh, a fierce army, so that fought to the death for their, for their country. Those bastards. Not them. I'm talking about the conservatives. They're just so stupid. It never stops, right? They're just ignorant. Um, and speaking of... There's many things going on in the world, as always, including the death of uh, Earth, I suppose, right? The lungs of the planet are on fire. And I'm thinking, what am I going to call the show tonight? What are we going to talk about? It's uh, that the uh, it's greed. Conservatism is murdering this planet. Now, the planet will survive. That we're it's it's the planet will always go on in whatever state eventually and there, there is a theory in uh in general called the Gaia I guess it's Prince principle I'm not sure exactly Gaia something but yeah the death of David Koch right that's another thing we could talk about what we'll get to that in a minute but um the 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 Gaia principle is that eventually Earth is a living organism, and eventually, like any living organism, if we had like our bodies, if it's invaded by by a germ that's murdering us, your your body go, rallies it all its white blood cells and its its uh, forces to fight the invader. The same thing with Earth. If we, if we are harming the Earth, the Earth is going to get rid of us. And it's happening. That's what the um, climate change is. Eventually, this planet will not be inhabitable for human beings if we're if we continue on this trajectory. But the Earth will go on, and uh, in, in whatever form it will it will change. It might transform, but and it might. And if we don't uh, adapt you know, we'll be gone. So that's the, the earth is a, an organism that will survive. Um, and th- we don't necessarily have to be there. So, but the, 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 the Republicans are just so, so anti-life and it's not just anti-human. They are anti everything. That's why we were talking about last week, how everything that they, that they say, they just, it's just hypocrisy. They're pro-life. I wish they were pro-life because if they were, they wouldn't be drilling in the in Anwar. They wouldn't be burning down. I'm not talking. It's not Republicans burning down the the forest in uh, 
you know, the, the lungs of the earth, but it's, uh, the, it's conservatism. That's what they're doing. That's, uh, Bolsonaro is, they call him, uh, what is it? You know, the, the Trump, whatever Trump, all of these right wingers are all over the, uh, the Brazilian Trump, the, this Trump, the, that Trump there. It's, he is a virus. Trump is a virus on this planet. It's that kind of thinking. He's always been, that kind of thinking has always been with us. But we have never allowed something like that to gain such power. And what are we doing? Standing back and allowing it to continue when they're murdering the earth. For us. For us. Not, you know, as I said, the earth will survive. We may not, though. We may not survive. And, and as the rainforest burns, what about all the millions of animals that are that just being murdered in there and they're they, it's the the you know the lungs of the earth we're all we will all be affected by this and in fact you know trump wanted to buy was talking about buying greenland this week and greenland had the single largest uh, single day melt in its entire recorded history uh, this week so uh, the arctic is melting they're dr- they're drilling in the uh, in Anwar oil uh, in the Anwar um, reserves right now. What am I saying? Oil reserves. The Anwar. It was what is it called? You know, Anwar Arctic. You know, Anwar. What is the? You know what I mean? The the they we had a uh, the reserve right. So the Anwar reserve. They the, when they opened up Anwar for drilling. The that they were opening up. It's, what they're talking about is the last 5%. 5%. The whole thing was available for their greedy clutches. But it was, it was that little 5% set aside for wildlife, for humanities, for the, for the preservation of Earth. But they just could not abide these freaks, these bastards, these old bastards like David Koch. Who good when I saw his that come across the the wire how uh, David it was, it was David right not Charles whatever the two of them next he's next is it Charles right I I I was happy I don't care I I should I be a better person no I'm a normal person why should I be happy. Uh, uh, if uh, some freak who is destroying the, the democracy, who's making this world, who's who spent his life, his limited lifespan, being an asshole to fellow human beings, glomming up as much money as he could st- shove in his greedy clutches, so he can ensure that old people don't have health care. That's his. That was his purpose. That the, we wouldn't have a post office. That's what he wanted to do. If you read the Libertarian platform, all of the crazy ideas. Oh, they talk about libertarianism. Please, it's like why? Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me let me gather my thoughts. The because I'm. I, it's it's outrageous how the the corporate media and. The society, the 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 power structures at large, all conspire to have the average person thinking that something like libertarianism is a is a is a is some kind of philosophy worthy of discussion, when it's never been 
ever it's never worked in any situation uh, in all of recorded human history. No one there's never been a libertarian society. It's like we we all have to jerk ourselves off with this libertarian. Oh, I'm a libertarian. I'm a, what the hell's a libertarian? It's somebody what? Oh, the freedom. We like freedom. Who the hell doesn't like freedom? I like the freedom to go to a doctor when I'm sick or to get a living wage or when I'm up against, you know, me, just little me who go for I go for a job at a giant corporation. There's a, you know, I have the freedom of having collective bargaining behind me where the the dignity of being a working class person isn't lost in the pursuit of 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 uh, you know, rapacious wealth. So um, I, that's freedom to me, where we are free you know, to vote, to live in a society that isn't gerrymandered, where our, um, our voice isn't gerrymandered out of existence, where the person who receives the most votes actually gets to serve, where you know, um, I could go to a goddamn movie without worrying about being shot down by a nut with an assault rifle. You know, what kind of, of society have Republicans ever brought to us, these, fa- these fascists? I mean, I'm talking about these modern Republicans, whatever. We're talking about conservatives, ultimately, you know, because I don't want to hear this shit like, oh, conserv- oh, Republicans freed the slaves. This is what they always go back to, whatever, but we've had this discussion before. It's really conservatism and, and uh, you know, normal people. David Koch. So you, so good for you, David, because now you're, you're, you stepped off this mortal coil like the rest of us will eventually. And what have you left in your wake? Right? Oh, so some, uh, you didn't get to kill, um, uh, you know, Social Security. Oh, boo hoo. Motherfucker. Like, how do you spend your life doing this? Is what you have. You have all this money because they're, you know, another trust fund brats, these two trust fund brats. That uh, that uh, with sick minds that wanted to shape society, they're not happy with having their money, just having money, right? They have to make the world conform to them. So we don't get to have money either. We 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 are just the peons. We don't get to have medicine, healthcare, or digni- dignified retirement, right? Because David Koch doesn't believe in it. As long as he's got his, well, d- go go to hell, David Coke, because that's where you all belong. I wish there were a hell because they'd all be burning in it. All these Republicans, you know that, because they're so full of shit. It's not even funny. They just float down to hell. They're so weighed down with bullshit. <sighs> David Coke, let me see the Libertarian platform. I'm just looking it up. David. Did it was he the one who ran or was it the brother? It's like I don't know why there is no reason. First of all, um just an aside, there's absolutely no reason for there to be to be billionaires. If this was a sane society, we would have no billionaires. If this, if this was a functioning democracy, there would be no billionaires. But this is not a functioning democracy. This is the new Gilded Age. We are living in an oligarchy. Don't make any mistake. And the, the, we're having a, an election in, in two years, less than two years. And um, let's not, not kid ourselves that 
the you know what we're up against, and we need to pick a candidate for to run for the Democratic uh, ticket on the Democratic ticket who understands what we're up against because the the, the world is on fire. All right. Now I know. Um, you know, today I was, well, not just today, because one of the things I'm, I'm really, people know who, who listen to the show, who watch the show. Okay. Vote blue, no matter who vote. This is how I believe that as well. Okay. To a degree I do. I'm not, I will vote. I will never vote for a Republican. I will always vote. And I will always, I'll just vote democratic no matter what. But the fact is we got to get rid of these corporate Dems. The DLC Dems are the problem. They're part of it. And I don't believe that the Democratic Party is irredeemable, but I do believe it needs re reformation. It has to, we have to get, um, you know, real Democrats in there. And I don't want to hear the shit from the Democrats. I, this is another thing I hear on the, in the media. Oh, Bernie is not a real Democrat. He's not even a Democrat. He's a, you know, that, Bernie is more of a Democrat than half of the Democrats in the Democratic Party. Okay, who is a Democrat? Is it a Democrat that, um, you know, shoved friggin' who allowed Clarence Thomas to go on the bench? I mean, we have these Democrats that, what, voted for the Iraq War, voted for NAFTA. You know, they set the stage for Donald J. Trump. They made him possible. So the uh, I, I'm so sick of hearing these fake fake ass Democrats telling us exactly you know what 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 Elizabeth Warren said, which she was a hundred percent right. I don't know why anybody would want to run for president to tell us what we can't do, what we shouldn't do and can't achieve, or however she put it. But that's that's a hundred percent correct. So um, yeah, we can do things, but if everybody understands what we're up against. The fact is, we are up against an entrenched oligarchy. And those who do not understand that are part of the problem. So, you know, it really irritates me when Joe Biden goes on about how great Republicans are, how he can work with them. What are we working with them? We need to overcome them. Like FDR didn't say, hey, I'm working with Republicans. He said, I welcome your hatred. And he never missed the opportunity to remind the American people who had put them in the Great Depression. And, and I wish I had grabbed this clip from FDR, one of his speeches, where he said he was speaking of the, Dem the, uh, the Republicans, how they were rewriting history and saying that, oh, I, I, although I rubbed my eyes when I, when I read it, I saw that, uh, that the Republicans were writing that it wasn't a Republican depression that we were, that the country was mired in for a, nearly a decade. It was uh, the Democratic Party had, had, uh, had brought on the depression. And, you know, he, he made sure that people were reminded who were on who were on their side and what the Republican Party was up to, and he and he he mentioned I'm trying to remember how he put it. But he said, uh, you know, um, there's an old adage that says never, never speak of a rope in a in the house where someone's been hanged. And if I were a Republican, there's one word in the whole dictionary that I would never say, and that's the word depression. And there you go. You don't um, say, hey, I can work with them. 
let's reach across the aisle. Let's reach across the aisle to the fascists who gave us um, the Iraq war, who pushed us in, into a war based on lies, who crashed the economy twice in a hundred years, who made this country the most unequal and the least upwardly mobile of all uh, Western countries, who, whatever, who turned um, in 30 short years made Walmart the number one employer when it used to be GM. We all remember what Romney said about GM. Oh, let GM go bankrupt. Let it go bankrupt. You know, a free market, baby. It's, all, it's free market for us and socialism for them. So let me see. The libertarian platform. Where is this uh, presidential? The libertarian presidential platform is, um, this is what I'm trying to find, is like, uh, is it, it's like a dystopian nightmare at, right out of some kind of horror novel. Okay, yeah. Oh, right on Bernie Sanders' website. What do the Koch brothers want? As a result of the disastrous Citizens United court decisions, billionaires and large corporations can now spend an unlimited amount of money to influence the political process. I mean, we know this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's get to it. Um, in 1980, David Koch ran as the Libertarian Party's vice presidential candidate. Let's take a look at the 1980 Libertarian Party platform. Let me. I'm just going to take a drink. And... This is, you see what my, my mug says, the horn, head on radio network, America's liberal voice, head on dot live. Bob Kincaid is coming on in the second hour. We did a test. We heard each other and we should be good to go. So that's good. Okay. That's some good news in this rotten world. Okay. So here's the libertarian uh, party platform from 1980. We urge the repeal of federal campaign finance laws and the immediate abolition of despotic federal elections commission. I mean, this is, look at where these people's head are. This is where their head's at. The despotic federal elections commission's like, no, it's not enough to simply influence and bribe your politicians under the table. Let's let's just open up the spigot and buy, buy the whole goddamn thing. F this shit already. Get rid, get rid of pesky democracy once and for all. We favor the abolition of Medicare and Medicaid. Get the fuck. You know what I mean? Because don't worry, they're fine. These two ghouls were, they had health care their whole life. Never had to worry. I mean, that's what gets me, man, all the time. It really boggles my mind to think that, if you have all this money that was handed to you by your, by your daddy, that's what you want to do with it? You want to spend your time abolishing Medicare and Medicaid. So you want to spend your time making sure other human beings don't have health care. You sick, disgusting ghoul. Burn in hell, ghoul. Burn. I hope you're burning, and I, I wait till Jesus gets a hold of you. I mean, you know what I mean? That's what we need to talk about. You're, it's not, uh, you're not noble. Somebody who's rich, you know, I, uh, this whole process here in this United States of brainwashing people into thinking that the, uh, the, the highest value in, on earth is becoming a billionaire. No, 
There should be absolutely no billionaires. We, we have to reverse this thinking. This is the thinking that got us into this boat that has us in endless wars, that has people, they have people dying for no reason but corporate aggression, and uh, that has this planet on the brink of inhabit, in, inhabit, and, you know, not being able to be lived on. And, okay, we oppose any compulsory insurance or tax-supported plan to provide health services, including those that finance abortion services. Oh, well, you know, you got to get that in there. Because why? You don't want women having control of their bodies because that, you know, that's just not fascist enough. We also favor the deregulation of the medical insurance industry because, you know, when you get cancer, fuck it. That's expensive. You don't want to have to have an insurance company pay for your treatment, go die. That's time to meet your maker. Go die. You got the freedom to die or whatever. Go, you know, get a GoFundMe page. We favor the repeal of the fraudulent, virtually bankrupt, and increasingly oppressive social security system. Oppressive. Yeah, that's their, that is their, that's their definition of oppressive. When you're free, they're oppressed. You see? It's, it's cuckoo world. It's, it's bizarro world. In their mind, you're, they're not free. If you have Social Security, if you have the freedom to not eat cat food, to not be poor, you know what I mean? If you have some kind of, if you can relax in your retirement, you know, instead of working until you drop dead on uh, some Koch brothers whatever factory line, Okay. We propose the abolition of govern of the governmental postal service. Fuck you. I mean really. These people that the whole thing they hate the post office on besides being a the largest unionized workforce. It's a it connects the community. You can send a letter to somebody living at the bottom of the Grand Canyon a, in in places where the for-profit mail services won't go. So it's, it binds us together. Anything that makes a unified, uh, connected society, they hate. Anything that makes us better as a, a, you know, e pluribus unum, anything that brings that into fruition, they, they don't want anything to do with. These are, they are parasites. The Koch brothers are nothing but parasites, you see? They really are. Then it's time to, at least... In the ba- in the past, when the the working class f- fought in the labor movement, they fought for the uh, the the rights that we have, like the right for you know to have a weekend, to have living well not living wages, but to have uh, overtime pay, all the things that Republicans hate. That uh, you know, uh, living uh, working in a safe working conditions, everything that Republicans hate that they're rolling back. That's uh, you know, this is what the Republicans, they want nothing to do with that. They, th- we have seen the society that the Republicans are inflicting upon us before, and it was called the Dark Ages. That's, that is it. We, it's, they're not geniuses. They just hate democracy. They want it all, and they will bring their dupes along with, with them. They, and there's a lot of dupes, as you can see. There's a lot of assholes in this country that voted for a con man, and they will continue to 
from from the from the halls of power to the uh, the streets of Tennessee, these idiots will vote for a con man as long as they could say the N word or uh, you know queers. They don't have to bake a cake for a queer or whatever. Their ignorance, ignorance is their strength. So this is fascism. That's what they're they're inflicting on this this country. Is that's really the end of the story. You don't have to be a psychic to predict it. Look at the what they're building. The end of the story is um, a neo corporate state where you're. And I mean, we we have one now. It really is. So you're you, the the whole thing of getting your benefits, getting health benefits from a corporation or whatever. Your health benefits are tied to work. That's bullshit. That's not freedom. That's feudalism. So, oh, you don't, you, can I go serve my Lord and my Lord bestows some benefits on me? And then if uh, the Lord dismisses me, I got to go beg and go scrounge around and find another Lord to bestow benefits on me. That's effing feudalism. We've been here before. So, and that's what the, the founders fought a revolution to, to get the hell out of that system. You know, these Republicans, they love this country. They, they only love the country. I guess they love the colors red, white, and blue because they love wrapping themselves in the flag in some, some fashion abomination. They look like idiots, stupid mor morons. Uh, let's see. We oppose all personal and corporate income taxation. Oh, my God. We support the eventual repeal of all taxation. Well, get the fuck out. Like, go to Liberland. Why are they here in a democracy? There is a country called Liberland that these libertarians created. You don't have to pay any taxes. Then get out. Get the F out. We want a civilization here in this nation of immigrants. Go away. I don't understand. You know, they, they, they're such individuals, but they... Constantly, they need to write us all to the bank, though. So get out. This is what I always say. Why don't you go live on a desert island somewhere, Republicans? You don't like civilization? You don't like sharing? You don't like having to live in an interdependent society that has a post office? Then go away. Go to a country of where, where you could be by yourself. Oh, go on a desert island. Guess what? Nobody there to hold you down by your bootstraps. For fuck's sake. We support the abolition of the Environmental Protection Agency. Of course you do. Because you hate life. You hate living on an inhabitable planet. You, well, same thing, right? Living on an You hate animals. You hate people. You hate clean air. You hate clean water. You hate looking at a beautiful uh, animal without shooting it dead. You hate looking at lovely forests and sunsets and environments that aren't corrupted or strip-mined or filthy. You know, if somebody's not, like, wa washing the friggin' oil off a duck somewhere, you can't sleep at night, you monsters. Let's see. We specifically oppose laws requiring an individual to buy or use so-called self-protection equipment, such as safety belts, airbags, or crash helmets. Th I mean, that's your—that's in your platform. Go away, you stupid morons! L these people. 
Honestly, I, I don't understand how I share the same air with some of these other ghouls. They're so anti-human. It's not even funny. People, as human beings, we try to be better. We try. We live amongst each other. We're, we try not to be douchebags. That, if that, that's, your, that's what you want? You know, I want to do things in life, too, but I want to leave the world a better place. You think that uh, people aren't crashing and having their heads explode like watermelons on a pavement? That's not, uh, that's not good enough? Not enough people having their heads be uh, scraped off the highway for you. Sick that we all suffer, right? Everybody, if somebody dies, somebody's uh, not wearing a helmet, whatever, and then becomes an organ donor, right? They fly off their motorcycle. We scrape them off the pavement. You know, that's pain and suffering. Somebody's got to go out there, fix, uh, scrape them off the pavement. Uh, that's tax dollars. You know, we know how you hate re uh, spend wasting resources when they can be funneled into your pockets. Libertarians. Jesus Christ. We, uh, we advocate the abolition of the Federal Aviation Administration. Okay, yeah, because let's, you know, who needs regulation? When, uh, put, to, put some planes together with bubble gum and prayer. You got Jesus. It's cheaper when people die. And in fact, that's what, you know, here's another thing. Okay, I'm not going to go through this whole list because I'm looking at the time and it's, gonna, it's getting... But uh, it's getting close to seven already, which is unbelievable. But the it's these Republicans are. Uh, I don't understand how we allow it to continue. Why we don't call it out that what, exactly what's going on? And and so we have the Democratic Party now. Some of the candidates in this sick ass country going on about how oh I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist. You know, why don't you, instead of being a parrot and, uh, you know, uh, jerking off the top 1% constantly, uh, I'm a capitalist, I'm a capitalist. I mean, if capitalism is so goddamn great, why does it constantly need to, to be pr propped up? It needs, uh, and also not, not just propped up with our tax dollars, propped up and salvaged, but it also needs uh, to, constant validation. It's like Trump come to life. It needs to be uh, have all special special laws made for it. It needs loopholes. It needs to be able to ride everybody to the bank. It needs to consider, you know, some people are not worthy enough for consideration. It, that, I mean, honestly, we need to have a conversation about what the fuck is wrong with capitalism. The fact is capitalism brought us to this point unregulated capitalism. I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. I mean, it's like, I, it makes me kind of sick. I like Elizabeth Warren, but I, I, I get so irritated hearing this I'm a capitalist bullshit. And I guess maybe she's just playing the game, but it's, there has to be some truth being told. That's why I like Bernie. I believe I, my dream team would be Bernie and Elizabeth, but um, because, but Bernie has never, uh, given in to the game. He's, he's been a truth teller to say, uh, you know, I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. Well, capitalism gave us slavery. 
Capitalism tore up families. Capitalism will continue to do so. It's killing people. Capitalism, all those miners protesting, all the miners dying of black lung. Capitalism gave us black lung. Capitalism, you know, the, the miners that are that that got shafted, you know, literally and figuratively by this this mining company, this coal company that went out of business and despite yeah, it was all these regulations that they have to give them, whatever, six months notice, I believe it was. Maybe I'm not exactly accurate on that. I think it was six months. And they have, you know, paying pensions of these people that gave their, you know, spent their lives, the best years of their lives, making these executives of this company rich. And they, th what do they get in return? Nothing. They don't even get the, the, uh, a thank you. They get treated like shit. And that's capitalism for you. So without regulation, capitalism will murder you, murder us, everybody. And you and and I guess the best that some people can hope for is, um, uh, you know, they could duck before the bullet hits them. But that's not good enough. We need to really uh, assess. You know, uh, I'm a capitalist. I'm a capitalist. Give me a break. I'm so sick of hearing that shit because. Um, without regulation, capitalism is not, it's not like synonymous with democracy. Look at China. China's a friggin' communist country and they're capitalists. You know, they're our friggin' allies, right? So, not allies, but you know what I'm saying. There are, well, I mean, it's not, I was going to say trading partner, but they're, it's, they're, you know, they like, uh, it doesn't matter the, the unholy dollar. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter what what uh, circumstance the the majority of people are living in. We are all nothing but pawns in their game, and so we have these candidates uh, talking about how much they love capitalism. Let's be real about capitalism. What is so is capitalism that fragile? If you're so fragile, you can't tell the truth. It's a, it's the same thing with this whole American mythology in this country about how you know uh, we can't ever talk about anything that's that that that, that the, the truth of this country about the genocide and uh, and the racism and the uh, enslavement of human beings. Let's not talk about that. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 infantilism. So if, if this country is so wonderful and great, we should be able to have a frank, honest conversation about us, who we are. And that's how you get better. That's how you are better and, and grow. You really, you take a stock of what's working, what's not working, what, you're, what you made mistakes about and how you rectify those mistakes. And the same thing with capitalism. I'm so sick of like sucking capitalism's ass constantly. Uh, it's so, oh, I'm a capitalist. And when I hear working stiffs call themselves capitalists, I really, I, I, I want to scream because they're not capitalists. If you trade the time in your life for a paycheck or, your, or a skill, you trade a skill for a paycheck, you're not a capitalist booby you're a laborer and capitalists will eat your lunch if you're you know if you pester them enough uh that capitalism sends soldiers to die in illegal wars for 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 corporate aggression for no good reason at least you know the capitalists uh they get a medal their their wives mothers brothers sisters whoever they leave behind they get a, they get a nice folded flag for the the life of their loved one for who died for nothing 
But, you know, David Koch, the, the, the people like him, the, he gets to live on and spread his stupid bullshit. Like, who the hell wants to be like David Koch? You know what I mean? But this this disgusting virus is uh, infected our entire body politic with all his disgusting bullshit. And there's something wrong. There's something wrong with somebody whose mission in life is to abolish Medicare and Medicaid. Who, to abolish health care? That's your mission. That's why you were born. You uh, In this world, that's, uh, you're not happy unless somebody is being denied health care. We need to have a conversation about how sick that is. And does somebody like that really need a billion dollars? No effing way. And in fact... And it's against democracy. We don't. We can't have a democracy with billionaires running around, especially when we have legal bribes built right into our system. What is wrong with this country? That there it is. That we have a a country where you know our so-called representatives can be legally bribed right before our eyes. That's why. It doesn't matter if 90% of Americans want background checks on gun purchases, whatever. We're not going to get it because we are bought. This country is not a democracy. We are an aspirational democracy, and we have a bunch of candidates and and so-called representatives running around blowing smoke up the asses of, of all the, the oppressors. Uh, I mean, that's who they work for the, until they uh, fear us. Until that we get together, you, us, we the people, when we understand who that we are in this together, that then and we get money out of politics and we get, uh, you know, um, uh, whatever, you know, uh, representatives who receive the most votes and things like that, where the uh, we won't have the likes of a Mitch McConnell spitting in our faces. And laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, corruption is the god of this country. It's and it's it's a shame. You know, e pluribus unum. That's a beautiful motto. Out of many, one. That is an amazing uh, aspiration. Out of many, one. This country is built on immigrants. That that used to be. I mean, I mean, we have this whole history of immigration in this country, of course, because the if you're not a native. You are you 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 could trace your lineage back probably one two or three generations, so we all have that in our family tree here. But um and this that's what made us unique in all of human history. This is the the first country that um you know that is built on immigration. But and what how did I start on the immigration? But anyway, I was talking about uh capitalism but i'm just so sick of the uh, I, I guess i'm a little all over the place because i was like there was i was trying to tie that immigration in there but anyway it doesn't matter um the thing i really wanted to talk about before we get bob in here we, we could talk about it with bob too um was uh i know um this is my fear uh, as i was talking about capitalism with i'm sure that this is a um it's not a a, a popular opinion because uh, even liberals go around proclaiming themselves capitalists without, I mean, without the qualifier to say, what, I mean, really, I, who is against uh, allowing people to have private business? No, it's nobody, nobody's against that. We don't want, 
the government to make uh, us uniforms or to make us all drive the same car and things like that. That's not that's different. That's not socialism. We're talking about a regulated capitalism, which is democratic socialism, where we decide we the people decide uh, that we can do some things to, together better than the corporate uh, ghouls could ever hope to do. And one of those things is healthcare. So um, I don't see anything that is so abhorrent about that, except if you're a greed-centered ghoul who wants to ride our miseries to the bank. And that's where we're at in a corrupt uh, political process, parties that are filthy, doing the backstroke in, uh, in, in billionaire money. So the, what was I going to say that this billionaire, one of the things I saw earlier, well, one of the things I'm just looking at my Twitter feed for a second. Cause I tweeted about this and I was just like, this is why we don't, this is the case against billionaires. But, um, this billionaire, wait, hold on. Billionaire. Can't find it. Ugh. Whatever. But, uh, all right. Well, let me just talk about Joe Biden then, because I'm the, one of the things that really f makes me afraid as we talk about in many, many of these shows is that, um, we're getting these, the Joe Biden kind of is pushed upon us in this campaign. This is a primary people. And I, and, and I saw a, a tweet from Jank Younger. I know that Bob is not a big fan of his, but it is what it is. Uh, he said something that I completely agree with that th we keep hearing how, um, Joe Biden is, is, He's never losing in the poll. He, every time we have a debate, he, he uh, Joe Biden goes down in the polls and then he comes right back up. He's like, he's not, there's no um, repercussions for him having these bad debates. But what, um, what Jank said made a lot of sense. It's that Biden, what happens is that people see Biden in these debates and they're not impressed and after the debate is over so the his no his numbers go down and then they go back up after weeks and weeks of non-stop corporate media um propping him up so telling us he's the inevitable he's the one who will beat trump when every other top tier Repub uh democratic nominee or not nominee contender is uh will be trump so uh, Joe Biden is not, I don't see him actually winning. This is the problem. He, and not only will he, I believe, not win, because he, there is absolutely no enthusiasm. Every election is a base election. So um, the, f the fact is, Trump has enthusiasm. All those, those morons at those rallies, they will come out to vote for Trump because they want to protect their dim leader, you know, their dumb Fuhrer. They, but, but the, the Joe Biden, who, that's what they're saying. Oh, he has, there's no enthusiasm, but yet uh, you must vote for him because it's vote blue no matter who. And the thing that really made me 
scared, honestly, was that Jill Biden um, saying that we have to settle for Joe Biden. Let me just play this clip quickly. Yes, you know, I, you know, your candidate might be better on, I don't know, health care than Joe is. But you've got to look at who's going to win this election. And maybe you have to swallow a little bit and say, okay, I sort of personally like so-and-so better. But your bottom line has, has to be that we have to be. Maybe I like another candidate better. But you have to look at who's going to win. And then if education is your main issue, Joe is that person. What? You you may like somebody who's better on health care. Well, why is Joe not better on health care then? And you have to look at who's going to win. So, well, so far, every uh, the top four of the Democratic candidates or possible candidates all beat Trump hands down. So why is it Joe Biden? And I don't believe that he is the best candidate for us because of the uh, enthusiasm gap on top of the fact that he is not the best candidate for this time this uh if that's what you got that's your argument is that you gotta vote for him now this is your it's not the closing argument this is the primary and they're already going to um you gotta vote for him or or else Oh, you may like somebody else better, but, you know, what are you going to do? Get the F out of here. We're, this country and Earth is in big trouble. So, the okay, yes, we want, we want to win, but we also, we need to get people out. It's not enough to say, I'm not, I'm not Trump, and I don't like Nazis. That's not enough. So, uh, the thing that re- it really baffled me that Joe Biden said, um, you may like Joe, you know, Joe may not be uh, the, the, as good on health care or whatever the hell she said. What are you talking about? Why isn't he good on health care then? If that's his problem. But um, I want to I, I guess I really want to hear what uh, what Bob Kincaid has to say about this, too, because that's where I'm, I'm like terrified. If Joe Biden becomes the nominee, I am I really fear the a repeat of 2016 with me laying in bed for three days crying about the fact that he the so-called he is the so-called president despite receiving fewer votes it's the same argument uh oh more qualified nobody's gonna vote for a socialist or they're too left winger uh this is what i keep hearing that is bullshit people will vote you got to get young people out and those who are have the enthusiasm that generate enthusiasm and so far that's not him that's not joe biden i'm really sorry but yes i will vote for him and vote blue no matter who and blah 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 but the uh, uh, what i also fear is that in the end what will happen and i've discussed this before we if if joe biden's a nominee and he wins right let's hope that's good right we stop. We stop the bleeding, right? But we, uh, he will not sis- fix the systematic rot in the system. He has no problem with money in politics. He has no problem with a for-profit healthcare system. He doesn't have a problem with the uh, with Wall Street banksters riding us to the bank. He he's fine. You know, he it's like putting a bandaid on a bleeding artery. And what will happen? This is exactly what will happen because, it, as we know in history, 
what will happen is the next Republican who will get in because people are going to be disappointed and they're going, they're not going to be happy that they're still living in the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap. And they still are uh, subject to for-profit health care. And they're still rationing their diabetes medicine. And they're still, uh, you know, come out of college with $100,000 in debt and on and on. And they're driving their Ubers and they're going to their uniquely American low-paying jobs. And it's that they're, they're still going to be uh, that uh, disparity between the 1% and the 99%, the next fascist that gets into office will not be a complete and utter ignorant narcissist who can't spell. It will be somebody who will be able to control himself, and it will be a him, and this country will be gone for good. Fascism will be here forever. That's, good. That is, that's, that's how it's going to roll if we don't get it back for real. And it's not just electing a corporate Democrat. If the, if the corporate Democrats think that they're going to woo Republicans, this is what they, this is the argument. They are going to woo the disaffected Republicans who don't like Trump. That's bullshit. When they get into the, to the booth, they will vote for Trump. They like his tax cuts. They like his conservative fascist judges. Mark my words, man. We will have this conversation, and uh, I'm going to be crying. So, yes, I see Hi-Fi guy on the on the uh, on the chat saying Biden is far more likable than Hillary was. That's true, but he's still he's not somebody that generates any kind of enthusiasm. There is no uh, there's no movement behind him. The best argument he has is he's not Trump. Okay. All right. Let me take a little break, Epu. And I want to I'd like to hear what Bob has to say about this on the other side. I don't know. Should we take a break? Who wants a break? Anybody want a break? Should I just keep going? It's only I don't need some tea. I'm all right. I think we're going to just get into it. Usually I like to get a break and go and get some tea, but what the hell? It's already four minutes after the hour, so I'm not going to take a break. How do you like them apples? I'm going to bring in Bob Kincaid. Let's see. Hopefully, here we go. Bob, can you hear me? Sarah? Oh, goody. I hear you. Yes. It works. Yeah. We got it. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, so for people who don't know, last week Bob called in. We tried to have Bob on the phone, and he, and my, you know, my whatever this program, everything was screwed up. Uh, the uh, I contacted the the creators of the program that is called Loopback that loops in the Skype and the, all the other microphones and everything, and they they laid it out how I should set things up and it looks like it is working so and we we called uh bob called earlier too we did a little rundown so good we're here just letting everybody know in case somebody comes in and doesn't know what the hell happened so last week anyway bob have you been listening to the show yes i have and what do you think about what i'm saying uh 
Well, the bottom line is I'm voting for the Democratic nominee in November. Right. Because I was raised by smart people to do smart things. Mm -hmm. And so uh, whoever – and, you know, I got – there's other candidates out there that I don't like. Uh, but I'm trying to stay off bashing anybody mm-hmm. because right. my main goal, uh, the, the term that I have uh, developed for uh, for this business of, well, I call it 2016 scab picking. <laughs> right. You, you know, you know, how you, you, know you, you got two people and they and they get and they, hey, I'm going to pick yours. Hey, I'm going to pick yours. No, <laughs> is there anybody one? Oh, right. Hillary, yeah. Right. You know, a pox on both their houses. Mm-hmm. Right. Hillary in 2016, Bernie in 2016, neither of them are the problem. The problem is a guy who thinks that he is the second coming of Jesus yeah, Christ. Exactly. That's true. And so we focus on that. We focus on that. Uh, right. the, 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 the next part of that is Biden. Mm. I wish he had. You know, you know, you know, who, every time, every time, you know, it's not so much that Joe Biden's going to stick his foot in his mouth. It's the question of how he's going to get the other one in there with him. <laughs> right. And, and and every time he does this, you know who I think about, Tara? I think about Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Sitting there on vacation, you know, they just released the, the Barack and Michelle's two, summer 2019 playlist. And right. Trying to enjoy themselves, just bought a new house. But he, they got to be watching the news. And, right. And I, I, I just, I imagine Barack Obama... Doing that, uh, that that Jean-Luc Picard meme oh, from Star Trek: Next Generation, where he's got his head head in his hands, going, oh, this shit again. <laughs> right? I or know. Only, 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 only in, in 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 Obama's case, it's oh no, Joe, no, no, not no, Joe, don't, right. don't, oh Joe, I know, right? Yeah, uh, because yeah. it's one after another. Really, uh, uh, imagining, asking people to imagine what would have happened. If Barack Obama had been assassinated, oh, I know, I know how horrible. Where does that come from? It's this. That's why he's not. He's not. I wish he would just go home and relax. I I believe that. I know. Yes, we don't. I guess I understand your point of view. Let's not bash the. We have a problem with the with the monster in the White House. It's it's the problem. We have a problem with the with. I I see. I believe Trump is a symptom. He is not just the only problem it's not it's the republican party it's oh the, no it's... no yeah absolutely yeah because see what's going to happen and and let's let's be let's let's have some happy thoughts here let's imagine a world where we oust him from the white house where we hang on to the house and get ourselves a tasty little majority in the senate mm. That'd be all nice. those never trump republicans that we think are our friends and they're so clever right. oh, and yeah. we watch them on uh, they're going to be right oh, back yeah. to where they were. Yep, yep. They're going to be as odious and obnoxious yeah. and as toxic to every good thing in this case. It is a it, it's a Republican problem. You know, this, this is the month that 39 years ago, Ronald Reagan kicked off his 1980 presidential campaign mm. in the home of right. the Klan. Yep. Talking about states' and rights. Every, yeah. yeah and every rotten thing that has happened in this country can pretty much be traced to that day. Right. Exactly. And and yep. and, and you know Trump is you're, you're absolutely right, Tara. Trump is a Trump is not the disease. Yeah. Trump is a symptom right. of the disease. Right. Uh, it, you know if 
He's 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 the screaming diarrhea that proves we have national That's dysentery. Right. That's right. And it's not it's it's really a it's it's a disservice to democracy and fix if we really want to fix what's broken we can't not talk about what the it's like me you know uh being an addict and an alcoholic right it's sort of like oh my entire i crashed the car i you know whatever got arrested i did you know but it's like it's i'm just gonna cut back to uh three uh cases a day instead of or whatever you know whatever it is uh or fifth or instead of uh the whole bottle you know but it and and that's what i believe the democratic party is do- the dlc democrats they'll throw you a, b- a bone they'll throw you a uh you know they'll let extend your unemployment insurance for another whatever nine they'll do it for 99 weeks or whatever it is but they will not fix the real problems the systematic rot in the system and right the, the problems are the problems are systemic and it requires real reform yeah uh, what you know what I what I see what look this idea that we've got to go and and bow and scrape in front of uh, in, in front of the uh, not particularly bright um, non-educated white mm, lo- right. upper, upper lower class <laughs> and lower middle class is obnoxious to me. Yeah, the whole premise is flawed. Yeah, there are enough people in this country to build the coalition that takes us where we need to go, mm-hmm. and that is and that and and that's African Americans and Hispanics and non-clan whites. Right, normal people. Uh, it, you know, it, it, <laughs> right, uh, the. You know the fifty-two percent of white women who voted for Donald Trump. How's that working out? Right, for you? exactly. You know, some of uh, them are still with him. Yeah, no, they because there's uh, there's this whole, you know, there for a Republican woman, uh, it's they they have to be misogynist. That's what they don't even recognize it. It's almost they are they. It's that you know patriarchal pat on the head. And there this there was this woman I was watching MSNBC earlier. She is the personification of of that for me. Uh, this woman, Amy Tarkarian, she was on MSNBC earlier, and she real and like her uh, Twitter handle is Mrs. T. You know, that's she gets her identity from being oh, yeah, from Nevada. Tar, uh, yeah, Tarkanian. Yeah, she wants to. She she is a she's a typical Republican woman, and in fact, she said on on msnbc i don't know let me show you this uh, i think you can hear this uh she called transgendered uh, people um she said that they have body dysmorphia i'm just going to play this clip because i grabbed it it really pissed me off so hold on well amy i want to get your take on this because i do find this interesting some so-called extreme republicans have been adopting an interesting tactic take a listen okay as a doctor, I can assure you there are only two genders. Um, so that is a candidate. That's quick. <laughs> that was a candidate for the governor of Louisiana, Ralph Abrams. Um, what does this say about the state of the Republican Party when they're running on that sort of issue? That there are only two genders. Well, I'm sure that was probably not the only issue that he's running on, I, I would mean, hope. You use it as part a cr- of a 30-second ad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty quick uh, snippet, but um, 
I mean, you need to, we need to be very compassionate. We need to be very careful when we're approaching a topic such as uh, body dysmorphia. Um, there are only two. There's male and female, and so we need to just, you know, make sure that we're separating emotions from okay. facts. So um, I don't think that that would be. Uh, they're saying there's an echo on the on the feed. Did you hear no, that, Bob? I, I heard. I heard all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I heard it. And but, but that's it, your. Of course, you know. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. That, no. That I mean, she's just you know, uh, she's uh, what? She's sister clerk Kim Davis from Kentucky. Right. Right. With a slightly better stylist, right? And they're because they're talking about this this Republican candidate who is running on the saying that there are only two. Gen I mean, this is the that's that's the Republican. This is what we're up against. You know, these they the complete unhinged fascists, and then there's normal people that are understand that um, you know uh, that you don't call people who are transgendered. But body dysmorphic, you know what I mean? It's just that they're they're they are. My point is, with this, the Republican Party is the problem. It is not everywhere you look. Give me a good Republican. Show me somebody. What are you going to work with? Who? When Joe Biden says I can reach across the aisle and work with these people, what are you working yeah, with? Yeah, because see, he. Yeah, he's not the McConnell whisperer. Okay. Right. He, he's ju he's just not. And he's he's living he's living in a world that doesn't exist anymore. Right. You know the, the the problem the problem with the Republicans that don't like Trump or get frustrated with Trump, it's not so much that they hate his policies, it's that they they hate that he says the quiet part loud. Right. That's right. They say they say the things that he thinks, and and they don't want it said out loud. I mean, look, mm -hmm. um, the, the 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 White House is pissed off at the NRA right now because the NRA. Uh, gave up the fact that Trump got on the phone with Wayne the Peter. That's right. Yep. And 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 kissed the ring and promised there would be no background check. Right. 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 Exactly. And and they're not they're not pissed off at they're pissed off that that got out. Yep. That's right. I mean not that's pissed off that there exactly, won't be a background check. Exactly. Exactly. So when this is what I hear from when they interview all these average Joe Republicans, they're like Oh, we just wish he would stop tweeting. But that's that's exactly what you're saying. They don't want him to say the quiet part out loud. And they they're all on board with everything else. They feel the same way he does, but they don't want to say it out loud. Don't say that out loud. That's just not nice. That's not right because that won't get us where where what we want, which is more power to oppress and to push down and kick down and and to rig it so we have, that our privilege is uh, you know get, gets us what it always got us, which was the, not you know, only a, the a seated, great, a great yeah. example of that. A, a great example of that, Tara, is you know I tell people on my show that I've got this filthy habit in the morning. Uh, I, I watch Morning Joe. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. And so yesterday. As the news broke that uh, David Koch had finally gone to hell. Yes, and I was happy. There's a real hell. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's not. It wasn't quite enough to engender the headline that I promised will someday appear in the local papers. Um, the liberal man found running na the dancing naked in Main Street. <laughs> uh, that's not that news story. It's maybe someday. All right. One hopes. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, uh, uh, little Willie Geist uh, right. said. 
Well, David Koch was a man of contradictions. Oh, God. Uh, he, he, was, he was a deeply conservative libertarian, and yet he held socially liberal views. What? Uh, among other things, Ugh. he was personally pro-choice. Oh, screw you, Willie Geist. Oh, my God. I, 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 I mean, it, I, I watch, mostly I watch on an iPad, and sometimes it's a challenge not right. to fling it across Well, the I don't understand the whole Willie Geist thing because, anyway so like why he's on this other yeah. show i'm like why he's like the most boring milk toast i guess because he just spews the party line kind of the well, cor because pro corporate because because they couldn't clone because they couldn't clone chuck Tom. <laughs> right uh, oh he's another one but, oh god yeah but 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 the thing is you know i don't think you deserve to have anybody say that you were personally pro-choice when you spent gajillions of dollars trying to take a constitutional right away yeah. from more than half of the population. Exactly. Of so what is he talking about? He's, and the, oh, and then I did hear them say, oh, he was very philanthropic. And it's true. Well, I went, I was in the hospital a couple of years ago. People know I was uh, really sick and I woke up I, in the hospital and, uh, on the wall, it said the David Koch, uh, you know, wing at Mount Sinai or something. And I was just like, fuck. Right. And, but that's, but this is what they do. And this, um, that whole, oh, oh, he's so philanthropic. Well, you know what? That's not, it's not philanthropic to try to abolish the post office or abolish Medicaid and Medicare. And, uh, and, and, and in fact, the thing that really pisses me off about this whole, uh, kissing up to rich people who donate some of their money to the peons. Oh, thank you, my lord. Is that we 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 should be? Uh, oh, well, the corporate media won't do it, but us, we the people, should understand that that's not a functioning democracy. We don't. We shouldn't have to rely on the good graces of our betters of finding a um, you know a a a benevolent lord to have a hospital. That's not the way it's right, supposed to work. Because the problem, the pro uh, even even Plato recognized that the problem with the philosopher king is when he uh, shit house rat. Wait, you okay? say that again because uh, you uh, say that again because you broke up when you said that. I didn't even hear it. Well, even what I said was even Plato recognized that even if you get a philosopher king, and Plato hated democracy, mm -hmm. and Socrates hated democracy. For obvious reasons, mm -hmm. but even if you get even if you get the philosopher king that you think you want, there's no guarantee there's another one behind it. Right, exactly. Uh, for every Marcus Aurelius, for every Marcus Aurelius, there's uh, a commodus. There's, there's that little dickhead who wanted to, who wanted. There's a commodus behind it. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 so you know if you if you rely on the kindness of strangers to get all Blanche Dubois, it, it, then sooner or later the strangers are going to screw you. Right. So you've got to, you know, the, the whole idea behind our constitutional system is to set up a perpetual order in which we attend to our own governance. That's right. We don't have instead to instead of right. just crossing our fingers every time the king dies and hoping that we don't that, that we don't get get the Mad Hatter on. The that's ground. right, and that's that's or, or on the throne exactly, and. That that is the what you're talking about. That that's the kind of system the Republicans are reestablishing. And I I hate to you know have to constantly point it out, but I think it needs to get out there. I never hear this from anybody else saying they always say, "Oh, isn't that great?" Like even when I saw Stephen Colbert a couple of whenever it was a year or two ago, he gave 
some school, a bunch of books or tuition. I don't even remember scholarships and whatnot. And that's wonderful. And so did Jay Z. That's great. Something you know, all these rich people are giving away scholarships. Great. But why uh, don't we point out in a functioning democracy? There's enough money here. We this is the richest country on earth. If we had everybody fit, p- paying their fair share and it was distributed <coughs> equitably and not just funneled into the pockets of the rich so they can buy politicians and corrupt government, we would have functioning schools that didn't have to rely on begging a rich benefactor for for supplies. So or whatever it may be. And that's uh, this is not a that's a sign of a of a system of a democracy that's not working. They're not. They, they don't have to do that in Denmark. They're not begging rich benefactors to fund their schools with, with proper supplies in, uh, in these, you know, democratic socialist countries that, that have a, you know, that seem to know a little bit more about um, you know, the general welfare. But, um, yeah, that's what it really annoys me. Everybody is like, and, and just, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. just to, just to, just to, just to track down the David Koch thing for one more minute here. Yes. Uh, it, 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 his is a case where the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Right. And I know I mentioned this on my program, uh, and I know we've got a lot of overlap, but there may be some who missed out on this. We need to under You need to understand, in order to understand Chuck and Dave Koch, you have to understand their daddy. Now, their daddy was in the oil business, and their daddy – uh, got a call right. from uh, right. Moscow, yeah. and was and was contracted to come in and do work, doing I you know oil exploration and oil field development for Soviet Russia, right? Under Stalin. Stalin, yeah, right. And and you know Stalin, of course, homicidal maniac, and uh, Happy Coke didn't have a problem in the world with Stalin. Until he felt like he didn't get paid everything that was due and owing by Stalin. Mm. And that is when he became a rabid anti-communist. And that is when he poured his money into the founding of the John Birch Society. Right. So, so yeah. Alongside the, Klan, you know, alongside the Klan, the John Birch Society fueled what we now know as modern conservatism right. in America. Yep, yep. And, and, and so we've got them to thank for it. And that's, you know, that's daddy. He goes, you know, he goes on to his long home, mm. leaves the gajillions to the boys, and they, and they, and they continue in his, in, in his path, trying to destroy the right. idea and the fact of popular self-governing. Right. That's their goal. Yeah. It, 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 they're not, they're not fans of Liberty, you know, they're, they're, no. they're, they're described Please. as libertarian right. from time to time. Uh, no bullshit. <laughs> really, they're, they're oligarchs, and and they're only libertarians when it comes to them. Right. Yes. It's well, it's it's the brutal ham-handed fist of fascism for the rest of us. That's right. Libertarianism for them. Right. Well, that's the whole. Well, that's Republicans. Even even the average Joe Republican. I I always call them <laughs> like Goldilocks. Government is uh, is just right. It, uh, the size of government is just right when it suits them, when they're taking, partaking in whatever government program. They deserve it. It's everybody else who takes. That's that's too big, too big for them, you know. And it's really about when it comes down to it, it is about racism 
and but that but this is what I'm this whole country when we have I mean as far as you know to take it back to the Democrats because we uh, if that this is the opposition party that if that's our hope we have to this hope you know really has to understand what the problem is and not it's not okay to give these fascist right wing bastards a pass and say oh Trump is uh, what did Joe Biden say uh, you know he was he's an aberration. He's not an aberration. He's it's he's been decades in the making. They and if it wasn't a he Trump, he is the natural. He is he's a natural evolutionary process that's of republicanism. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, if you don't recognize that, and uh, you know we're in trouble. And you, what you're saying is correct. It's uh, and I was just saying that in the first half of the show that if the next person, uh, the next fascist who gets into office, is not is going to be able to control himself. And we're and that's right. going to be there's the gonna, end. Well, there's going to be a smart one, and we're going to be we're going to be screwed. That's right. So, and they're out there, and they're and they're out there, and they're waiting. Yep, that's right. You know, remember, remember, he thinks he's grooming precious Ivanka. I know, I know, to be the first woman president, <laughs> because that would be the ultimate finger in the eye to every Democrat and every every yes. Democratic woman and 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 and, uh, and feminist male in the that's it, right. would be to have precious Ivanka be the first woman yes. president yes yeah, you got your first woman president how about that <laughs> i know right right exactly uh, so you know and and we've got it we've got to get better at framing things mm-hmm. uh, we've got it we've got to get better at how we describe things for instance when i talk about the two gun bills that the house passed i say that they are sitting in a pooled a pool of congealed innocent blood right on Mitch McConnell's desk. Mm-hmm. We need to, uh, I, I would love to hear somebody else out there with a bigger platform right. and a bigger megaphone say things that way. Yeah. You know, Moscow Mitch, absolutely. Bloody Mitch. Right. That's he right. He is soaked in blood. He's like the final scene of Carrie. Okay. <laughs> right. That's true. He is. That, uh, that's, uh, that's who he is. And, yeah. and and it's uh, it is uh, those bills are sitting in a congealed pool of innocent blood on his desk. Right, the blood of. And we need to learn to talk like that. Right. You and know, it, the, it's... the the other thing, and okay. and, and I mentioned a little bit, uh, you know, he uh, uh, he gave that speech the other day, Moscow Mitch did, bloody Mitch, mm. and he said, uh, 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 "You got to save the legislative filibuster because fifty one fifty one socialist Democrats." could take us down roads we don't want to some such crap as that right right and and so there it was the magic word socialism right and the and the, and every time every time every time you speak speak the a republican speaks the word socialism somewhere somewhere uh emory and marveline go into a fainting fit on the <laughs> in, on their matching bark lounges right. in middle america right because socialism bruga bruga Unlike unlike the vast majority of Republicans, I've actually read Marx. Okay, and and uh, you know we're nowhere near setting up the dictatorship of the proletariat. Right. Exactly. I honestly wish, and 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 you you and Matt, you and I may not entirely agree on this, but I honestly wish that the phrase "democratic socialist" had never entered the public debate. Mm, right. Because it it it. it Provides an opening that didn't need to be there, didn't have to be there. Well, if I mean, what are you going to say? We were talking yeah. about the. 
what am I going to – I'm going to say FDR Democrat. Right. Well, that's true. Because every policy we're talking about is an FDR Democrat policy. Well, that's what they should say. You're right. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know what? If if my parents, God rest their souls, had heard socialism, they probably would have gotten a case of the creeps. Right. Even though they were hardcore Democrats. Mm -hmm. It would have given them the willies. Right. Well, that's what they know. On the other hand, you said – yeah, if, if on the other hand, you said to them, we're going to go back to the policies of FDR, they would have both said, where do I sign up? Right, right. Because that generation was saved from starvation by those policies. Mm-hmm. They yep. saw they saw their, their, their prior generations, they saw their grandparents get to have a dignified old age instead of starving in poverty yep. when Social Security yeah. came through. Exactly. Because they were... Yeah, they they were they were coming into their teen years when Social Security was passed, right? And 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 so you know we need to start talking because we need to start talking about that. We're, well, I, I mean, want, I want an FDR Democrat. Yeah, well, that uh, Bernie actually does talk about FB uh, the being an FDR Democrat. I know that for a fact because I've seen him uh, speak about <laughs> that. He doesn't get much play. In the corporate media, of course, because as if you watch Morning Joe and you watch MSNBC, that it's basically a giant Joe Biden commercial and a Bernie bash for. Oh, they they ran they ran his stupid campaign ad twice. For I know. Free the other morning, right? Talking about how and what I'm, a great was, campaign I, I ad. I, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and I was I was I was asked. I, I I think I put the question out on Twitter. Will NBC write that down as an in-kind contribution right. to the Biden campaign? Right, uh, totally. It's it gets on my nerves. It really, and and every time I watch MSNBC or and Morning Joe, it, they it is nonstop how Biden is uh, so smart to to separate himself from Trump, and people just want to return to normalcy, and they. He's the most electable candidate, and Bernie is losing momentum. He's going down. He went down five points here, and they're always. It's never a good word about Bernie at all, never. And um, you know, I, I it's, there's well, no and, doubt and, in my and, mind that's a that's a that's on purpose. Uh, you're talking about Morning Joe, and in fact, the other thing, um, I believe they're trying to create the myth of the. They're yes, trying to create the myth of the inevitability. Right. Of Joe Biden. Exactly. And but I also know that as far as Morning Joe is concerned, that uh, Mika and Joe, they have a personal relationship with Joe Biden. So they they're, you know, whatever they I know that he he did something for what because what in, the, in that interview where she interviewed him, she started the interview by saying, I really want to thank you for, you know, showing my daughter, blah, 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 like something, something, something that he had done for her. So. You know, I mean, there it's so obvious. And all you keep hearing on that show is uh, just how much he's Bernie is. It's a so pie in the sky. He, no one will. Uh, Joe Biden will uh, is inevitable. And no one no one will vote for a socialist. And that's I don't believe that. Honestly, nobody. Right. Uh, I really don't believe that. I believe that if it were. Uh, and and the, No, I'm. are you here? Can you hear me? Nothing. Yeah, happened. there you are. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But if yeah. it comes yeah. down to you disappeared. You... Okay. Well, as long as we're back. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, if it uh, you know, uh, as the polls are showing, any Democrat at this point 
it, it will be Trump. And the and in fact, Bernie is as far as the the polls are showing in these states, in the early states, which I get really annoyed about the whole process. It's like why Iowa get away from me? You know what I mean? It's like. And um, so anyway, but they uh, he's only two points below. So it was like uh, as far as beating Trump. So it was like 50 percent, you know, 50 something percent Biden. And then it was uh, it was only two. Bernie was only two points below that. So and you're talking about somebody who if he's he's so unpopular, socialism uh, is such a uh, buzzkill in this country. And Biden is is so inevitable why is that even the case? And in fact, in uh, New Jersey and in Pennsylvania, B- Bernie has more individual donors than any other any other uh, candidates. That's the other thing that scares me about Joe Biden because the the thing is he because of uh, and and I'm not just okay whatever yes all right any Democrat yes okay Biden yes whatever I'll vote for them and I will do my part to help if he, if it is Biden, you know? But the fact is, uh, you know, um, what was I going to say? Fuck. Everything just went out of my head. There was a point to that. And the cat and everybody, I have a cat on my lap. But um, <clears throat> what was the point? Say something and I'll, I'll think of it. Ah. Hello, can you hear okay, me? Okay, the, the, the only, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the this only, sucks. The only this is what happens. Thing, I, I, I wanted I, to point I, out was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. There, structural things. You know, you you mentioned Iowa a minute ago. And said, <sighs> you know, what the fuck? Uh, the more I think about the primary process, the angrier I get. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the the fact that there are four states that are not even uh, reliably Democratic states. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Year in, year out get to choose who is the vi- most viable Democratic candidate. Right. Pisses me off. Exactly. No that's, I mean, it, that's it gets, a, it, gets really. a little, it gets a little bit of a correction this year because California is on Super Tuesday instead of having to wait until June. Mm-hmm. That helps. Right. But the fact of the matter is what I've been, what I've been harping on lately is that we need, you know, we have a one day general election in November. Right. We need a one day primary. Right. All this business of New Hampshire now and South Carolina and then Nevada and right. Iowa and caucuses versus, uh, versus it's annoying election. Yep, it, it's it's past annoying. It is it is a recipe right. for disaster. Yep, yep. And it's like oh, I remember and, now. And and you know why not make it make it a national holiday the first Saturday in June, and everybody goes to the polls and votes. The the, the candidates can campaign where they think their strengths are. Where they think they strategically need to be, right? And then we, and then we have a nominee, right? Well, that's be, uh, that makes sense, all, though. We, they we don't, need, right? They don't want it like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were talking about you were talking about capitalism a little mm-hmm, bit ago. Mm-hmm. One of the few places where we don't talk about capitalism is in our elections. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But our elections, our elections are capitalist. Yeah. Enterprises done not for the benefit of the of we the people. Not even done really for the benefit of the candidates. Right. They are, they are, they are massive welfare wealth transfers upward to the yeah. to the handful of billionaire corporations that are dominated by the right wing. Right. Uh oh. What happened? Are you there? Oh shit. What the hell just happened? 
You just cut out, Bob. Oh my god. What just went on there? Bob, are you there? Call back in. Uh, you just cut out. But anyway, the the point is what I was go what I was going to say when uh, I, when it went out of my mind is that Biden's corporate money, uh, the fact that he uh, Bernie has all these individual candidates and uh, I mean not candidates, individual donors, and Biden does not. He's he's way his individual donors are really uh, not there aren't many. Let's see. Bob? Hello? Son of a bitch. Bob? Hello? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah I don't know what go. happened. You dropped out. and then Anyway, what I was yeah, saying... Yeah, the, the call just went away. Well, we're back. So, okay, what I was saying was that... Uh, it's what I meant to say when it went out of my head was that it's the it's cor it's Biden's corporate money that really scares me that that he's not getting individual donors he's getting large corporate cash and it's it's not it's it's not okay it's not and the other thing is no but that that's what he knows that's right what he knows. but but then when it gets down to the election. Let's go back to 2016. Now, yes, Hillary was not a well-liked candidate, whatever, for whatever reason. And that that worked in our disadvantage. But, and Biden is liked. Who cares? Who cares? Is, is he that liked, though? I don't know. He's People know him. He's, he's whatever. But I still, haven't, I still haven't found that rarest of all creatures, the enthusiastic Biden. Yeah, there supporters. is not. There are no enthusiastic Biden voters. But the fact is, so you're talking about counties and places where Trump won in, in the Electoral College, surprisingly, because he ca he campaigned to those voters to, uh, uh, who were losing their jobs, who lost their jobs of, for because of NAFTA and those free trade agreements, and when. They when I don't think that uh, Biden. I mean, and we know that that Trump is a liar too. So it doesn't matter what's going on. In reality, the fact is Biden was an advocate. He was not only not only did he vote for NAFTA, he was one of its proponents. So that's going to work against him in those crucial states where we're always talking about the uh, these voters who flip to Trump. Do you know what I mean? So you get Trump back out there talking about the forgotten man again and playing on on Biden's the reality of his record of of taking corporate money. It doesn't matter what the truth is. We know that Trump is taking corporate money now, too. And he did in the in the past. So, and he's a liar. And he went out and he said that he was completely fully funded personally. That's not true. But he's now he's courting corporate money. And uh, when he gets out there and he tells his his Nuremberg rallies and all of his cult following that uh, Biden is a, he's the swamp, he is the swamp creature and all that, that's going to uh, I could see it happening again. I could see the him squeaking by in the Electoral College again, unless we have somebody who truly recognizes, you know, the problem. So are you still there, Bob? Oh yes, I okay, am. But I, that's, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. So um, I, that is why I am hoping, beyond hope, that we 
that he drops out, that something happens and he does something stupid, says something stupid. He finally gives up for whatever reason. Just go home, Joe. Enough. He's got to. He's got. He's got to lose. And 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 it looks like he he may very well lose in New Hampshire. Of course, you know we're months away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's got to. Right. Uh, he's got to. He's got to lose in Iowa. Got to lose in Nevada. And right now, it looks like his best bet is South Carolina <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> because of. Older African American voters, right? It, but that's you know that that's not gonna that's not gonna carry the day, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, in two, in two, in, in, and, and again, with my own caveat about 2016, the stay home factor from uh, Obama 2012 to Hillary Clinton 2016 was more than sufficient to cost her the election. Exactly. Yes. And that's... People have got to want to get out and vote. That is now, right. I don't vote. I, 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 I try not to miss elections, period. And I'm going to go vote one way or the other. But apparently we have a lot of people in this country, Tara, yeah. who have to be enticed to go vote. Yeah. And who have yes, to think yes. they're going to get a pony or something. Right. Right. They don't think that's the whole thing. I, I hear this a lot, too. And, and just in general, hold on. The cat is like really on my lap and getting in the way, hitting the keyboard and everything. So I had to get rid of him. Not I mean, he's down on the floor. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of him. But um, yeah, I hear people. He probably hung up on me. Yeah, <laughs> he might have. He might have. Yeah, he might have hit something. He was he's been laying on my lap he, and he likes to like paw at everything. So he might have hit something. So anyway. But that's I see this in my own daily life with people. They say, oh, I don't vote. I'm not even registered. Who cares? Nobody cares. You know, it doesn't matter. And that it, that's the trap that they and that's why on top of the Republican everything else that they do that they su- to suppress the vote. They like this negative campaigning because that that suppresses the vote as well. So they they like to attack and divide because people get sick and they don't want to listen anymore and they say, oh, I can't deal with this, and they tune out, and that's a win for them as well. And that's why, um, you know, this country has a very low vo- uh, voter turnout, and that's by design, and it's it's really a shame. That's And then any time that the Democrats or normal people have tried to uh, rectify that problem, Republicans, they stand up against it. In fact, what did I just say? The thing is there's... Yeah. There is tremendous energy out there. Uh, right. Bernie pulls in huge crowds where that's he right. Goes. The same the same thing is true of Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 people uh, people were packing the room to hear Beto O'Rourke, and you know he's down at two percent. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big uh, Beto uh, O'Rourke fan either. I don't. I mean, I think he no, should go I home it, and I, go. I to, in, yeah. Go ahead. I, I think I think he should probably. Give it the old college try, drop out, and plan on running for governor of Texas. Or do yeah, like he he needs to just he's not going to be the president, and he needs to go back to his state and and run for the senate or do something. I mean, he couldn't he didn't win. Yeah, okay, Texas. You know, he was up against Ted Cruz, uh, the most hated human being in the senate, and uh, right. and, and, and possibly and remember, Earth. They, they screwed they screwed around with voter registrations too, so. Just as with Stacey Abrams in right. Georgia, and just as with Andrew Gillum in Florida, there was there was enough, there was probably enough skullduggery to that's uh, true to, to well, sway that election. That's going to continue though. Here. I, I give him I give him tremendous credit for his response 
to the massacre in El Paso. Well, that's fine. I mean, yeah, uh, the, okay, but, you know. His, uh, I mean, his genuineness, and, and he didn't seem to be doing it for political purposes, but my point is there is enthusiasm. People get enthusiastic at, uh, for Pete Buttigieg. Right. And Kamala Harris, they're, they all have. That's right. But there's nobody out there. There's, it, it just <laughs> seems like for all for all that the media is banging on 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 Biden yep. as as the inevitable anointed one, you don't see anybody out there. You don't see ten thousand people chanting Biden. Right. Biden, <laughs> exactly. Biden. That's the problem, and it's going and on. T- so we have that, and then everything else. We're talking about all the the uh, voter suppression and and the dirty tricks, the Republican dirty tricks. And there, um, and the gerrymandering that right now, last when was it? I I just saw this article. Where is it? Uh, this is from Think Progress. Watchdog group sound the gerrymand the gerrymandering alarm on Alex redistricting workshops. Okay, so Alec, the American Legislative Exchange Council, hosted two to you by the Koch brothers. Yes, yeah. hosted two redistricting workshops. And uh, at their annual meeting, so they uh, let's see two two closed doors courses called "How to Survive Redistricting" and "What is Redistricting" and "What shall you, must you do?" Teaches uh, will teach Republican legislators legislators the nuts and bolts of redistricting, including the legal aspects, the census process. Demogra- uh, demographic landscape and mapping processes. So this is what so Republicans went to this course in this in August to to learn how to you know be uh, to entrench their power de- uh, undemocratically and to learn how to rat fuck democracy. Right. That's it. So this is what we're up against, and we cannot. So how many um, hurdles? Will we have to overcome that? There'll there'll be the Russian bots. Well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught it the other day, but uh, you remember you remember back in uh, in in, in two thousand eighteen the midterms. Remember uh, how hard they worked to suppress the native vote in North Dakota mm-hmm. in an attempt to make sure they unseated Heidi Heitkamp. Right. Well, the uh, the circuit court it, that that case about that voter suppression. Finally made it up to the sixth, or not the sixth, but the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, mm-hmm. and the court, the court responding to the disenfranchisement of thousands and thousands of Indigenous Americans oh, said, "Who buy us? Wow, who buy us?" Well, there you go. Well, is this now? Who is the judge in this case? It was was it one of these well, right wingers I mean, or the Circuit Court? No, mm. it's the Circuit Court. So it's 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 a it's a panel. Mm. So uh, it's a bunch of judges. You know, the, yeah. Let's see. And the next step is to take it to the Supreme Court, oh, where you right. know, old, old ball strikes and uh, b- 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 Brat and right. boy Neal and Clarence Pubes on the Coke can, Slappy Thomas and exactly. Sandy Judah the back, back of the head of Leto yeah. will say, "Yeah, uh, cool." Well, and, and what it has to and what it has to do with is you've got a lot of people who live on reservations who don't have street addresses, right? I know. Oh, yes. Now I know what you're talking about. You can't vote. Right. Right. Well, there and there. Yeah, I remember this now. And so there'll be there'll be more of that and more of that and more of that as we move toward 2020. Right. And of course, it's going to be a hateful, filthy process. And what I've preached and preached and preached is that 
We don't just get out the vote. We have to get out overwhelming right. numbers exactly. of voters. Yep. You may have to you may have to get, you know, eighty percent Democratic turnout to get sixty percent of the goddamn that's votes right. counted. And I and that's not you know, that's not Biden. I'm sorry. It's not enough so, to be like, Oh, Trump is a Nazi. Everybody better go vote. Because some people actually like that he's a Nazi. So and it's not uh and we have to overcome all of that. On top of it, people have to have a reason. They have to want to vote. They have to be enthused to get out and be like, I'm going to vote for my candidate because I this not only is going to save me from this Nazi, but I believe in this person that I and that's what I believe if Bernie and Elizabeth Warren ran together, I think that would be my, my dream team. That would be I think they would they would kill it. They would crush it. But I don't know. Uh, I It's not. Biden. I I don't know. It, I, it, it does. I'll, I'll tell you one thing from a, from an existential standpoint, Tara, that bothers me. The one candidate who said the climate was the sing the climate crisis was the single issue he was running on. That candidate is gone now. Right. Well, the DNC and that and that, and that does something about us. Well, the DNC just uh, voted not to have a climate debate, and there and there you go, uh, as this as the Earth is on fire, and well, you know, here's the problem: we the 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 right wing, I mean, the corporate wing of the Democratic Party is part of the problem. The whole I I enjoyed this week when I saw that Nancy Pelosi was receiving an award, and a bunch of activists went and they disrupted her award and with uh, shouts of impeach Trump, and uh, that's great. It's uh, the fact that she allows it to continue. Well, where he's going around Earth talking about how he's the chosen one and God's, you know, God's choice and God's gift to Israel and all the other things he was saying, and uh, on and on and on. All of those things should be enough to remove him on top of the fact that he is destroying Earth, that he's denying climate change. It should be uh, that should be part of an impeachable one of the accounts of of, of impeachment to deny that what the, what ex, what is the existential threat to life on Earth, you know. But you know, not uh, in this milk toast Democratic Party. That is not the uh, you know they don't even they're not even. Uh, Oh, they don't even seem to be, um, you know, concerned about what's really the problem of how to fix this this broken ass democracy that is uh, really not a democracy. It's on life support, so it's not even on life. It's just it's an aspirational democracy has always been aspirational, but we're really further away from uh, actualizing anything, any of those dreams. If we don't even have a a so-called liberal party that believes that you know money in politics is the root of all evil the, you know one of Nancy Pelosi's calling cards is that she's a great fundraiser well good for you Nancy but i hope to live in a world where that's not a necess- a necessity a, ne- a necessary part of running for political office that's part of the problem so Anyway, I'm looking at the time. Bob, I'm going to have to wrap it up. So we have a couple more All right, minutes. That's cool. but it, it, as, 
as always, it has been a delightful conversation. Yes, thank and, you. Uh, I look forward to the next time. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk because I'm going to wrap it up and then, uh, but I'll talk to you later and uh, I'll, I'll give you a call. <laughs> I'll talk to you All later. Right. <laughs> All right, Take Bob. Care, thank you so much. Later, everybody. All right. See ya. Bye bye. That was Bob Kincaid, everyone. So please. Check him out at uh, headon.live every day at from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And so he does a daily show. That's awesome. And what else? He's also a very uh, uh, amazing activist. So Bob, Mike Malloy, Bob Kincaid, these are my heroes. These are people that put their money where their mouth is. Bob goes to Washington to 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 speak to the the lawmakers he's he's advocating for the his fellow americans and the and the people in his community so they don't have to live without uh health care they don't have to live in a corporate run fascism that is rolling over their rights their their futures their uh you know their health and that's uh i really find that you know that's more we need about a million more of him honestly so yeah all right guys i only have five more minutes people people so listen here listen up a couple of things i wanted to uh i want to remind you of the of the event at, at next week there won't be a show on saturday there i will try to do a show thursday thursday evening probably so, uh, it's, that's just what it is. But so if you go to IRL.minds.com new, slash New Jersey, that's where I'm going to be on Saturday. And I hope that perhaps some of you got a ticket because there's going to be a lot of right wingers there and there it's going to suck to be fighting with them without backup, without my people. So if you want to go, please go to irl.minds.com slash New Jersey and buy tickets using the code Tarabuster for a 15% off the purchase price. The other thing I, I'm the, uh, let's see what time is it? All right. Uh, I wanted to, I should have left Bob on the line because, um, okay. Become a patron. You know that I want to thank all my patrons. We didn't get a chance to thank them individually right now, but, uh, let me see what time it is. I I can't really go through the list right now. Next week, we'll thank you. I want to thank, just as a group, thank you, patrons, for uh, all, you, all you do, for helping me keep going, helping the show. You're not just helping me. You're helping the uh, RDT Daily and the writers there to keep uh, on the, uh, you know, keep writing liberal content, creating liberal content. I got a new patron this week, George. I want to thank you. And I'm hopefully... All right. I don't skip anybody. I I wanted to ask maybe if somebody knows anything about this because Sunday, tomorrow... Uh, okay, guys, you guys know that I ride my bike through Calvary Cemetery a lot. I live near... I live in Queens. And the... All right, Tara Jr., come on, man. Um, And I came across this abandoned cat i i don't know somebody was feeding it i 
I, the, the, the reason I found it, it's because I, every time I was there, there, there were some bowls and I eventually got curious. I got off my bike and I went to see what, what, what was there, what was being fed. So it's this little cat that's living under a, ma- a mausoleum in the in Calvary Cemetery, and I I contacted I don't I, and it, the thing that okay you know we know that feral cats exist. Um, then I every time I was there, there's no uh, it's always underneath the stairs. There's a there's a crack in the stairs, and it's it, it's in the same spot, which is not normal. So I contacted the new york city feral initiative and tomorrow we're going to uh, the woman went and go and she checked out the cat it doesn't have an ear clip me or you know they didn't clip it meaning it's not fixed so the and the fact that it's always under the stairs and never comes out somebody's feeding it but she said that it seems like it's an abandoned house cat that someone just left there and it's under the stairs and and if there is a snowstorm that cat's going to get buried under under the stairs. So we're going to try to trap it. And my friend Wayne is actually going to take him uh, after we get the cat fixed and get it some, get it, uh, I guess, some medical care, see if it needs any medical help. We're, my, friend's, my friend is going to take it home to, in a cage, of course, to ob- observe it. And hopefully it's... Uh, it comes around. I don't, we don't know. Obviously if it is a true feral cat, it will probably go back to the cemetery. But the other thing is if it's not, it's going to be able to be adopted, which I hope and pray is the happy ending for this little cemetery cat. And I'm going to probably make a, a video or a social media page for it. Uh, I have some videos that are heartbreaking. If you've ever seen the hope for pause video, it's about, it's on that level, this poor little creature. Maybe next, next week I can play a video of it or something. But if anybody knows anything about, or, uh, you know, this process, I know the New York city feral initiative is helping me out. Uh, not just me. She, this woman is helping. Her name is Debbie, and we're uh, maybe who knows. We hopefully we'll get to the point where the cat is adoptable. That will be the happy ending that I'm hoping for. We're all hoping for, and we'll uh, we'll keep each other posted. So maybe maybe we'll uh, we can do that together. If I set up some kind of GoFundMe or some kind of page that because it will hopefully i guess we'll take it a day at a time hopefully we'll get to the point where we'll see oh this uh, this poor thing is um is a friendly cat and and is will is able to be adopted so we'll hopefully let's uh send good energy to this little poor creature that uh is you know how anybody could just dump a cat or any thing in the, into a cemetery and say good luck charlie and uh, it, it's beyond it's a, it's a waste of human dna to me i feel it's like a trump you know you know what i mean like oh you're it, wasted human dna to to be so cruel to and this little thing just never uh what kind of a life is that anyway so and it's really pathetic it's so sad so but i am glad that we're able 
to at least assess it and maybe it has a shot. So um, I will keep you guys posted. And if anybody has any experience with anything like this, please contact me at uh, contact at republicandirtytricks.com. Uh, I'd like to hear. I know that I know a couple of people that had cats that were real feral cats and now they're house pets. So maybe this we're hoping this cat comes around and I'll I'll keep everybody posted. So hopefully let us um, meet again this week. Hopefully I will see you on Thursday night. I'm going to try my best to do a show because I'm going away to the Minds event. If I don't see you at the Minds event, I hope to see you there. Please, uh, we'll meet back here as soon as possible. And as I always say, we stick together. We win. And remember, we will win because we're on the right side of history, the right side of humanity. And we won't leave anybody behind, even a little cat, little cemetery cat. We're in this together. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon.